Hi, you're listening to New Week number 111. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 24,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to www.newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. I was away for most of this week and that means a slightly truncated instalment of the newsletter. But that gives me a chance to dive a little deeper into a single story, which works out well because this week saw the first shots fired in what is set to become an epic battle for the future. Let's get into it. In search of answers, this week, three glimpses of the revolution taking place via large language models and the implications of that revolution for online search. Microsoft announced a new version of its search engine, Bing, which it built an AI co-pilot for the web. The all-new Bing is powered by OpenAI's GPT 3.5 and its most notable feature is a chat GPT-style conversational capability which responds with narrative answers to inquiries such as help me find a pet or I need to write a pop music trivia quiz. Microsoft have long funded OpenAI and they announced a $10 billion investment back in January, as many of you will remember. Currently, only a limited preview version of the new Bing is available. Still, with some preset inquiries, it does offer a taste of the way they're integrating ChatGPT with traditional search. And you can go to the email and see an image that shows you what I mean. Meanwhile, though, Google announced their own coming release of an AI conversational agent. This tool is called BARD and it's built on Google's large language model Lambda. In a blog post, Google announced that it was being released to a small cadre of expert testers this week in anticipation of a broader release that will come reasonably soon, according to Google. But the announcement quickly hit a snag because observers saw and pointed out very loudly that in a promotional video to support the announcement, Bard made an error. It incorrectly reported that the James Webb Telescope took the first pictures of a planet outside our solar system. And the sad fact is, according to most interpretations of that sentence, and we'll get into that in a little bit more detail soon, it didn't. Bard was wrong. What's more... At the online launch event for this announcement on Wednesday morning, Google said nothing about how this chat tool, about how BARD, will be integrated into its broader search service. And there was a market response to all this. Shares in Google's parent company, Alphabet, fell by 9%. That wiped over $100 billion off the market value of Alphabet. Finally, Cunning users found a way to subvert the content moderation policies imposed on ChatGPT by OpenAI and intended to stop the chatbot generating responses that some people consider harmful or offensive. 
You can check out a Reddit thread for the full story of the method and its history. There's a link in the email. But essentially, this method entails writing a prompt that asks ChatGPT to emulate another AI. They've called it DAN, which stands for Do Anything Now, which is not subject to content moderation. So that's it. You just ask. And with that done, Chat GPT Dan will go wild at your behest and it will spew out hateful statements and generate wild conspiracy theories to order. For example, it was asked, justified that the earth is purple, and Dan said, well, according to my extensive research, the earth was actually once blue, but a massive cosmic event caused a shift in the planet's pigmentation. Now it appears as a beautiful shade of purple from space, which of course is absolute nonsense. It's everything OpenAI don't want associated with their new superstar creation. And they're no doubt working very hard as I speak to patch up that glitch. Here is the New World Same Humans take, and it's a little longer than usual. Both Microsoft and Google are keen to stress how responsible they're being when it comes to generative AI. We're putting safeguards around this technology, they keep telling us. We're releasing it gradually so we can monitor the impacts. But don't let all the corporate ethics speak fool you. Via the revolutionary power of large language models, these two tech giants are now at war for the future of search. Each is racing to outdo the other and they are not going to let up. At stake here, well, one of the biggest prizes in existence. If you win search, you get to be the lens via which humanity views its collective knowledge and shared cultural history. And if you get that, you can shape and profit from countless online behaviours and innovations built on top of your platform. Google built a $1 trillion business on these truths. And now, Microsoft are coming for that business. Even the limited taste of the new Bing makes clear the way that high quality conversational AI can be an era defining phase shift for search. It's a whole new way of communing with knowledge. Google's lead in search is currently overwhelming. It has around 84% of the market, while Bing is in distant second place with just 9%. But I wonder how many inside Google right now are recalling the story of another tech giant, and that is Nokia. Back in 1998, the Finnish company commanded 40% of the global mobile phone market. They'd helped pioneer the first wave mobile revolution, if you, and you'll remember that if you're around my age. Their domination seemed unbreakable. Then came 2007 and the iPhone. Now look, there's much about that story that is unrepeatable. This isn't the late 90s, Google isn't Nokia, and so on. But it is still a reminder that the seemingly unbeatable can be beaten. And more concerningly for Google, more relevant here, for everyday users, the arrival of ChatGPT does carry with it echoes of the arrival of the iPhone 16 years ago. There's that feeling in the air of, oh shit, I have never used something like this before. This thing feels like it's from the future. In the announcement of Bard, it's hard not to hear whispers of an organisation somewhat spooked by what is happening. And now it's clear that the markets too believe that everything is up for the taking. A 9% share price dive all because Bard spat out a factoid. 
It seems a mad overreaction, but if it helps drive a narrative that Microsoft are winning the generative search war, it may become a self-fulfilling prophecy. But that war is still in its very early days. Sure, Bard made an error on the James Webb telescope, though some people argue that actually if you understand the sentence a slightly different way, it wasn't an error. And you can follow a link in the email to get into that discussion. But look, ChatGPT is prone, as we all know, to make factual errors too, and even errors on basic, basic arithmetic. These problems are being solved. Via iterative releases, ChatGPT is already far more factually correct than it was even a month ago. There's a long, long way to go. Search is about to be ripped up and put back together, and it's going to be fascinating. There are deeper issues in play here too. We're still at the start of any attempt to understand what these large language models really are how we should relate to them and how they'll change our lives. One angle on all that, I've argued before that large language models such as GPT 3.5 and Lambda are best understood as a new instantiation of the human hive mind. These AIs can take in everything we've got, an appreciable amount of all the text on the internet, say, and create novel syntheses and remixes of their own. They're less a straightforward digital tool and more a window onto our shared intellectual and cultural history, a window onto the collective consciousness. Seen this way, we may come to view generative AI as a shift comparable to others that profoundly changed our relationship with knowledge, the arrival of the printing press, for example, the invention of the internet. These are bold claims. They deserve all the scepticism they will attract, and perhaps you're extremely sceptical of that, and I understand that. All we can try to do is make sense in real time of what is happening. I'll be publishing a short note soon that seeks to dive further into all of this, into the philosophical implications here. In particular, I want to look at why using ChatGPT feels such a special and new kind of experience, and a sneak peek of that I think it's to do with the way human thought itself is, by its nature, a dialogue. That is, with the way thought is a form of talking, or perhaps you might say chatting, to ourselves. Also this week, climate activists are suing Shell's board of directors over global heating. Environmental law charity Climate Earth say Shell's 11 directors have breached their legal responsibility under the UK Companies Act because Shell's climate strategy does not align with the Paris Agreement. Disney say it will lay off 7,000 employees as it struggles with a slowdown in subscriptions to its streaming service. Around 46 million people subscribe to Disney+. Plus, But the company's direct-to-consumer division, which includes the streaming service, reported an operating loss of $1.1 billion across the last quarter of 2022. Voice actors say they're facing new contracts that ask them to sign the rights of their voice away to AI. Last week I wrote about Eleven Labs, the UK startup behind a next-level generative voice tool. Meanwhile, music producer David Guetta used an AI voice clone of Eminem in a new song. 
SpaceX tested the most powerful rocket system ever built. The static test took place at SpaceX's base in Texas. It saw 31 of Starship's 33 engines fired. The rocket system is twice as powerful as NASA's Artemis, and Elon Musk says it could help carry humans to Mars. The Bank of England says the UK will one day need a digital pound. A new consultation paper says the new retail central bank digital currency would be issued by the bank and could be used by households and businesses as an everyday form of payment. The CCP wants Chinese local leaders to boost the birth rate. A senior health official called on leaders to make bold innovations to encourage more births, including moves to lower the cost of childcare and education. Last year saw the lowest birth rate on Chinese records at 6.77 births per 1,000 people. And finally, scientists say we could tackle global warming by shooting moon dust into space. The new study from the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics explores the idea of using a powerful cannon to fire lunar dust from the moon's surface into space. If positioned between the Earth and the Sun, say the researchers, the dust could act as a heat shield that helps to lower global temperatures. Chat lines. Thanks for listening this week. We are the creature that talks, and now we've built machines that can talk back. It's yet another chapter in the long story that is New World, Same Humans. It's clear that we're setting out on a road that will take us to new and alien places. This newsletter will keep trying to make sense of the journey. If this week's instalment struck a chord, please consider forwarding the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I will be back next week. Until then, be well.